Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is option and and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed him behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision in the plate, and Yershinsky not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for hour two of the Hot Corner. Posenic getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there's some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Whoa! Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can get that bad boy at the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com, wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of podcast, beers on us. will drop tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Mike and I got a show for you tomorrow, so be excited for that as well. It's only been two weeks of quarantine mm-hmm. or social distancing or whatever you want to call it. And people have resorted to reacting to taped sports games as if they're live. On Twitter. Nice. Like what? Are they choosing good stuff? Like right now we've got uh, Blazers Classics, uh, Blazers Jazz, Scotty Pippen hitting a game-winning shot. They're like, that call was terrible, ref. Pippen, money. (laughs) And it's like, guys, it's a classic game. Yeah, I was watching the 77 championship game the other day, and I think I threw off, uh, fired off one of those tweets, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to end that. But Julius Irving made one of the most disgusting slams <clears throat> on Bobby Gross. When you spend oh, all that my money, God. <laughs> when you spend all that money to go to med school and you earn <laughs> the 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 title of doctor, you will always forever be called a doctor. Please do not insult Dr. J that way ever again. This is uh, Rob Mosley. Touchdown Michigan State. Spartans get within 11 to 7. Ducks could use a big play to make sure, make sure momentum stays with them. <laughs> oh, no. Hint, hint, Devin Allen. I think Dr. J is one of my favorite NBA players of all time, if not my favorite. Wow. No, Reggie's my favorite. And then it might be Dr. J. Dude, everything MJ did, that's all Dr. J, man. Dude, I'm telling you. He is the dunk master. I am telling you, this slam, like Bobby Gross went up to contest this, and Julius Irving's whole entire arm was above the rim and just slammed it. And was like, get out of my way, child. Dude, I let out an audible yell. Joey was scared. (laughs) Yeah, he was very concerned. Yeah, man, from the 70s, a guy that dunked in the 70s, you were like, whoa, that was cool. I told Joey, too, I was like, that guy is uh, considered the creator of the slam dunk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dr. J, that's my guy. I like that, dude. Um, Guys, do we think Major League Baseball is going to have a season this year? (laughs) I don't know the answer to that, Patrick. I would like to think they'll have some season. What do you think, though? What what does your gut tell you? Do you want my honest opinion? Sure. No. You don't think so? Uh, They just postponed the Olympics, which, again, that's a little bit easier to do because it is a four-year event. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But and it is people traveling from all over the world. Yeah, but also to a very tiny country. With baseball, you have people traveling in tight clubhouses, bullpens, more than twenty-five people on a team squeezed into a dugout. Like that kind of defeats the purpose of social distancing, right there. Right. And yeah, I'm just seeing it as like if well, if they said no on the Olympics, that means it would have to be with no fans. And again, just the logistics of having all those guys together every single day traveling six five six days out of the week whatever if it's a home series back to back to back then that's fine but still they're all around each other go home i mean i just don't see i don't think it's gonna happen i think there will be some form of a season because the amount of money lost for a full year being lost is extreme Mm -hmm. however one thing that i'm very passionate about with this and there's not a lot that i'm super passionate about in terms of this coronavirus thing like just let's get this figured out and move forward with our lives is do not try to fit an 162-game season into whatever window you're going to try to fit it into. Because there was some talk today, I can't remember where it came from, of the World Series being around Christmas and being played in a neutral site in a warm stadium, like L.A. or something. Or, I guess, a place that has a retractable roof. Right. And although great, we would have a World Series, I think that's terrible for a couple of reasons. One, that's not when baseball is played. And two, if your season ends in December, how on earth do you turn around and get back and ready to start again in March or April next year? Ding, 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 ding. That's a tough one. And, you I mean, you could. You'd only get a month of offseason before the spring training started. But, you know, how would that affect the players? How many right. injuries would happen? All that kind of stuff. And you can make the argument, you know, oh, well, some people play winter ball in the Caribbean and blah, 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 blah. But, but I, I hear you on that. I'm very like because Adam Silver came out and said that this could permanently change sports schedules moving forward. And I'm like, no, do not permanently change the schedule. Just shorten your effing season for one year if you have to. And then let's get back to normal next year or whenever it is that we can get back to normal. That includes baseball, right? Because right. baseball is, I mean, the NBA only has 15 games plus the playoffs left. Yeah, right? not much. NHL has, I think, even less than that. And you could play four of those games a week. You could, or you could just start the playoffs, right? You don't even need to play those 15 games. Yeah, I mean, do but, we really do we really need to see if the Blazers eke it out or, no, you know, do the, do the Magic hold on to the eighth seed? Like, we don't need to see any no. of that. But what we do need in baseball when it, let's, let's just say it comes back in June, right? Just as a rough estimate of when things are going to come back. That's already two and a half months missed of a baseball season. Right. And you could fit in more games. You could play some double headers and you could try to get as many games in as possible but I think you have to keep it so that the World Series is in October and early November, and that's it. You cannot get rid of the offseason because then you're opening a can of worms yep. of permanently moving baseball where, I mean, maybe this is the old man to me. Maybe this is the guy who likes a routine. But baseball is February to October. That's it. Right. Well, what you're, talk- it. What you're talking about, if you push it back, is, you know, with that short offseason, what you're talking about is that this whole, like, pandemic and you know restructuring of sports as we know it doesn't just affect this season now now it affects next season too and seasons down the road and and i don't think i don't think that's what we want to do it was scott boris who said that of course it was clown um i i i have he's a very successful clown. he is very successful i have a theory in which not only do i think this is the best way to go but i think this is what they will do, and we'll do that next. That's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris, 1080 The Fan.
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Uh, it's 816 here on Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. It is dark, so we are after dark, baby. I've never heard the radio edit of this song. <laughs> the haters. I was going to say, I know what he probably And now said. she's pissed. Oh. Because that line is, you know, yeah, yeah. when she says my homie, you know, <laughs> this, shot some stuff. This song reminds me of uh, the movie Training Day on TNT. Yes, it may be censored, and I'm not going to get all the good stuff, but I'll still watch it and yeah, listen like, to it. Yeah, like Goodfellas is on, and it's that classic. <laughs> listen here, motherfuckers, all right? <laughs> and it's that like, classic. Uh, I'll take it. It's that it's classic fine. Joe Pesci scene when he's like, you know, oh, I'm a wise guy. You calling me a clown, you know, and you watch that, and it's just, every time. Word is a blank spot. <laughs> You're just like I'm trying to think. There's a movie that I watched recently that was like that, and it actually ruined the experience because there was so much cursing in it. Well, yeah. I want to say it was the other guys because Mark Wahlberg okay. and Matt just never stops cursing, or maybe it was The Departed because again, that's probably what it was. The Departed is cursing. rough to watch on TV. <laughs> it was a Mar- and it's on TV all the time. <laughs> it was a, a Mark Wahlberg movie. movie, and he was cursing a lot. It was definitely The Departed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just remember watching it. I was like, this is bad. There's, I can't watch this. There's a funny uh, Mad TV skit from back in the day where it's like Sopranos basic cable version. Okay. So it's censored and just, yeah, it's only like a 30-second episode. And it's just <laughs> but, 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 but cuts every second because obviously you can't get through that. Oh, that's so great. All right, we were talking about uh, if we expect to see a Major League Baseball season. And and I I have this theory, and, and it's it's not a wild theory. This isn't hot radio talk here. Theorize away. Uh, this is some stuff that I've that I've had these conversations with people, and I think this makes the most sense for Major League Baseball. And I think it would because I, I I think Mike, what you were talking about earlier, all I could think about in my head was Major League Baseball trying to preserve its history. Like they want to they want to make sure home runs in a single season and batting titles and MVPs. They want to make sure that those are decided based upon a full season's play. I think that's out the window. I think this is something I was having this conversation with a friend earlier today. This is something, even if this goes away in four weeks, we will never forget this in our lifetime. Right. You know, we will always remember 2020 and how COVID-19 affected us all. I don't think that that is a bad thing to express to the baseball annals 20, 50 years from now. Oh, yeah, 2020 was that weird season. I truly think. What was it, 94 was the year of the strike? 94 is the year of the strike. So they played half a season. Griffey was going to hit 100 home runs, and Kenny Lofton was going to steal 1,000 stolen bases. A bunch of records were going to get shattered that year. And we have moved on. You know, we're 25 years later and everything is okay. Nobody looks back in 94 as like uh, the ugly year of baseball. No, we're just like, oh, that was the strike year. There was no World Series. I think 2020 can do the same thing. My thought. Griffey had 40 home runs. Yeah. In 
like 110 games. Yeah, Griffey was going for it. There's still 50 games left. Yeah, he was going <laughs> for it. He was going to do it. So there were all these records. The Indians were going to win the World Series. Jimmy Key had 17 wins already. Yeah, the Indians were going to play the Expos in the World Series. Like, everything was on track for that. Tony Gwynn was hitting 394. Exactly. Like, he was going to hit, like, that season, the forgotten. The Padres were 47 and 70. <laughs> The lost season. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. They went to the World Series like three years later, four yeah. years later. Yeah, they did. Um, so everybody looks doesn't look at that as, oh, what could have been? I'm so heartbroken that 94 didn't happen. No, we've moved on. I think Major League Baseball, in the interest of safety, in the interest of still making money and allowing people to go to games and the season still being exciting, start at the All-Star break. Just wait till July. That's the quote-unquote midseason. Mm-hmm. Don't try to make up those games and just start it from the break. I'd Get, be okay with that. I'd be okay with it, too. I would even look and see if – it might be a logistical nightmare, but look and see if you can reschedule. Get rid of interleague play and make sure you get your division games in so that the, vis- the divisions are truly battle-tested, so you truly see who wins. And how cool would it be if – say the Angels do take that step this year and they had to cancel all the games with the Yankees because they happened in the beginning of the year and then they switch stuff around at the end to make sure they played the A's, the Mariners, and the Astros. And then you get Angels-Yankees in the first round of the playoffs and they haven't played each other. Right. How great would that be? It'd be cool. I mean, I, I'm just... Dodgers-Braves, doing... round one. They haven't played each other yet. I'm just trying to do some math here real quick. Because it probably Here, be- here's what I here's what I think. If that plane is to go into place, they could only play the divisional opponents, only because oh, you'd have to play each team nineteen, 19 times. Nineteen times, which is seventy uh, some. Right? Let's do it. What's up? So nineteen twenty six called. This works. So I mean, if that's what you want to do, and you want to keep the divisions the same, you have to only play divisional opponents. Now, if you want to play other teams in there, then obviously you're not going to play nineteen games. Maybe let's say you play. 11 games against your divisional teams that gives you 30 games to play everyone else right because you'll have 44 total right. and you, you know just 70 ish games is a rough estimate um probably even less than that to be honest with you but i mean I, i'm down for whatever at that point but yeah i'm I'm okay with a shortened season i don't think baseball should try to fit everything in to get a world series in december and f everything up moving forward i, I mean just get as much as you can in you'll still have the playoffs hopefully and then, you know, people will forget that it was a shortened season right? once the playoffs start. And then we'll remember it as a shortened season. But, right. look, let's be honest. I know baseball is different, but, I mean, you can find out who the best teams are, for the most part, in 70-some games. Mm-hmm. Maybe last year you don't get the Nationals in the World Series because they weren't fully... Because they were terrible in the firing beginning. Firing all cylinders. But... Um, we both left them for dead. Oh, for sure. <laughs> in May they were terrible. Yeah. But, I mean... In you, May we were like, these guys suck. The World teams who are games. the best will be at the top because mm-hmm. they're the best. Mm-hmm. And it, you're right. It will be remembered as the coronavirus year, the COVID-19 year, and it will be remembered as a strange season and the weird year of sports. But I don't think there's any need to force anything at this point. We're in unprecedented territory. We've never seen something like this in our lifetimes before. The last thing we saw like this was 9-11. Right. And what, 10 games were canceled, 10 mm-hmm. days of no baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody remembers that. Baseball was, wait, were those games canceled or was it just postponed? 
I think it was postponed because it was only 10 days. I think it was postponed. Okay. I don't remember exactly what it was. But, but that's what I that's what I mean. I think like Mike, you and I are both people that you know, we can be a little get off my lawn. We can be a little purist. We can be a little old school and at least me personally for sure am very hesitant for change. And I would I I'm afraid baseball is too worried not from a finance standpoint. But from a we gotta play one sixty two, and I just I just don't think that is important. Well, I don't think one sixty two is important because look, we were just like Griffey was gonna hit a billion home runs, and I'm over it. Greg Maddox's ERA was one five six. Yeah, and I'm over it. Yeah, it's cool to think about what if, but I I'm mean, over it. Look, I'm not gonna pretend and say that if it was one hundred sixty two games, I'd be upset. Great, I get a full baseball season, right? I get to watch for six months and I get to enjoy it. Right, but at but what the cost? Neg- the negative of that, the cost of that would be too great, in my opinion, yeah. uh, moving forward. I don't want to see doubleheaders on TV. You know what happens when you watch doubleheaders on TV? I don't care who's playing. It's Cubs-Cardinals, okay? And it's a doubleheader in St. Louis. Nobody's at both of those games. They're a bore to watch on TV. Nobody wants to watch the day game. Nobody's trying in the day game. And if anybody is trying in the day game, they're not trying in the night game. You know, it's like it's 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 as bad as back to backs in the NBA with Kawhi Leonard on your team. It's like, well, I know he's not playing one of those games. I just I just think I just think the cost is way is way too high and not worth it. I don't think purists like myself, I guess I will only speak for myself on this. I would not be upset at an 80 70 game season. I wouldn't be upset at a 40 game season. I mean, whatever it is to get it back on track is the way I want it done. And this is, this goes with for all sports, right? Um, I know college basketball is done, but if the NBA comes back, just do the playoffs, right? If the NHL comes back, just do the playoffs because guess what? The thing that nobody's talking about with this and the sports leagues are starting to talk about is that you can't just come back and play. It's going to take a couple of weeks to ramp back up and do right. some training and do some practices. So not only is it whenever this ends again, let's just say June 15th for ease. That's going to be the rest of June and early July training to get back and start the season. So you're not starting any of these things until July 4th-ish. And great, right? You get, you know, Independence Day. Everybody's up, able to go out again, and you can barbecue again, and you got sports on TV. Again, this is wishful thinking. Hopeful, I suppose. Maybe not wishful. But you don't – you just play the playoffs at that point. And baseball, just start the season from that point on. If you want it really easy – don't do anything but cancel the games that were from March until that point. Mm-hmm. And then from July 4th forward, just play the rest of the season. Right. And maybe move the All-Star game to early September. Just so it's like you can still do it and it's midway through the season and just do a little shift there. And the- like that's that would be the easiest way to do it without ruining things. And that's the thing, too, with football. Football is luckiest in this because it's over right now. But if this goes into August and nobody can do training camp, then football is going to get delayed too. Yeah. And it's just going to keep pushing the problem down the road. And football's one that's probably not going to cancel any games knowing that. No, no, they won't. But at least for them, they have a long off season. So let's say the Super Bowl is in late February, early March. That's not the end of the world. Uh-uh. But for something like baseball, it would be. So go short season. Just start the season whenever, whenever it is that we can do things again. Start the season then. And don't try to do too much. I know you're losing a lot of money. I know teams are going to lose a lot of home games, but guess what? Everyone's in the same boat. No one's at a disadvantage here. Everyone's in the same boat of losing money and just do that. Rob Manfred is uh, doing an interview with Scott Van Pelt tonight and uh, just his 
quote, the one thing I know for sure is baseball will be back. Whenever, uh, whenever it's safe to play, we'll be back. We'll be part of the recovery, the healing in this country from this part- particular pandemic. And um, uh, another thing, it was this one's a uh, bummer. Uh, MLB's scheduled tweet about 15 minutes ago said, see you tomorrow. Hashtag opening day at home with like a one minute video of Whoops. highlights and stuff. Well, opening Whoops. day at home is what they're calling what they're doing tomorrow. <clears throat> oh, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, all right. Yeah. I took that the I took that as the, the scheduled tweet. I'm like, Whoops. hey, yep, yep. We're, we're getting started tomorrow. I'm like, oh no, this might be also a- the Red Sox investigation is apparently done. <laughs> uh, this might be a loaded. <laughs> yeah. this, this might be a loaded question, and maybe we can get into it next. But if baseball were the first sport to come back. How huge do you think that would be for the game of baseball? And we'll do that next. Think about it. If baseball is the only sport on television, basketballs, they're, 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 you know, practicing to get ramped up to full level, but baseball comes out with meaningful, real games. What kind of impact can this do for the rebrand and the younger generation we're trying to introduce to baseball we'll get to all that in the last half hour stay tuned stick with us this is the hot corner but first there's joe with sports real dog still kicking with me all my down still chicken with me all the true gangsters know they ain't never love no all the hood rats still shake it for me all my true fans still check it for me this is all the, the real smokers with lynch on 1080 the fan nothing but Real trees, chronic leaves, no seeds. And I met you last night, baby. The voice is so silky. I blew your mind, blue, blue, blew your mind. Eight thirty four here. We were talking about baseball coming back, and I raised this question last uh, segment as we as a tease to get into this. And I and I am curious. It's just something that just popped into my head. If baseball were to be the first sport to come back, do you think it would see an actual like resurgence in a lot of people's minds? Do you think people because everyone's so starved for live sports of any kind? Do you think this could give baseball a little bump it needs? Mm, temporarily, yes. You I don't think, think it's long term? No, I think people would would watch it once everything else comes back. They'll just go back to I hate baseball. Yeah, I mean, you might gain a couple of fans, right? But I, I buy a couple. I don't. I don't know what the number would be. I'm thinking small percentage when I say a couple. But it's really difficult for me to argue for people to watch baseball who are who had never liked it because most of them are so stag like they're so stagnant in that argument. They don't want to consider anything new or different. Um, I'm, 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 I've Yet been, the NFL changes rules every year, and the game's different every single year, and you still like that. I've been very excited about some of the stuff on social media with, like, Pitching Ninja and John Boy posting content for people so that they get into it in a different way. And I think that does increase the fans um, in a small small way here and there. But I'm kind, I'm kind of coming to this point with baseball where I say, as much as the idea is that baseball is struggling, it's not. No, no. Baseball makes the second most money of any sport in this country. 100%. I don't think it's struggling, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to say it's struggling. I'm wondering if, because it's the only sport on TV, if if it is the only sport on TV, would people watch it maybe for the first time really understanding, kind of go, oh, 
this is kind of cool. And with all the stay at home and stuff like that, like if you're still, you know, quarantine, quote unquote, or whatever it is at home, whether it's the two weeks you got to take off and you watch baseball, you now have the time and the patience. And I wonder if people will understand. Because, like, Mike, you and I, like, we're all go, go, go people. You, me, and Joe, we're all go, go, go. We all got to be somewhere at different times and different things like that. But we're still able to watch baseball because we know how to be patient and follow it on a television or on a radio. And I wonder if that could be something learned from the gen pop. I think it's because I just don't trust people to have the patience to do that. And I, I'm not saying that you were saying baseball is struggling. I'm saying the general idea is that baseball is struggling, but it's not. No, it's and, not. And baseball my, is alive and well. My point with that is that. Like really well. It's polarizing. You either like baseball or you don't. You like baseball or you don't. It's True. just that simple. If you don't like baseball and you are like, oh, finally, live sports, I'm going to watch baseball, that's not going to make you like baseball. True. Soccer is the same way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, you're either I would hard, say hockey is the same way, too. You're hard-headed about it or it's just not your style or whatever. And that's why I say you'll gain maybe a small percentage of fans because people will start watching and realize, oh, you know, this is actually pretty fun. Same thing with soccer. It grows in fans because people watch it and, and find things that they enjoy about it or find teams to root for players that they like. But generally, people are incredibly stubborn. And if they have an opinion about something, it takes a lot. I think all three of us are included in this. It takes a lot to change that opinion because human beings don't like to be wrong. Right. So if you are like, man, baseball's boring and I hate it. And then you watch it because it's the first sport that's back and there's nothing else on TV. And then you're like, you know what? I kind of like this uh, Madison Bumgarner. Maybe I'll be. No, I can't admit that I like baseball. And then you're just like, only fairies watch baseball. Right. And fairies wear boots. But um, (laughs) I uh, that's I, I just feel like that's more of a people thing than a sport thing. Yeah, I just I guess part of me likes to think about the sensationalization of I think I just made that word up of baseball being the only sport on television and everybody being excited about it. Yeah, and I think you saw me nodding my head uh, when you first said that, and I was like, oh, for sure. But when I really started to think about it, I think it would be a short-term thing. Yeah, the question is, is is it sustainable? And also the thing is, is if baseball is coming back, then probably the other sports might be following suit, not around the same time. So it's like if you do have people like, oh, yes, baseball's first, it might be only for a couple days or a week or something before the other ones start coming on. Well, most people in baseball are at least six feet apart from each other. Just saying. Not in the dugout. Where they're all literally shoulder to shoulder over the railing watching play. Well, someone's got to bang the trash can. Spitting seeds and tobacco. That is true. A dugout (laughs) is one of the most disgusting places in sports. And by the way, more so than some of the locker rooms. Look at their high fives. Yeah. Well, they have gloves on, but. But I mean, it's just like. There's just like they might as well be peeing in the dugout. It's so nasty. I'm sure there. It's happened and if you're at the Oakland Coliseum, it kind of is like you're peeing everywhere. I would bet on that, Mike. Uh, yeah. The worst part about this is that the Astros are going to get away with this. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's already the, forgot. Oh my everybody's God. like, I want baseball so bad. The Astros, I don't care. Just play baseball. The Astros, like, wow. This is baseball, baby. They're the ones who us. spread the coronavirus. Yeah, right. Look at this. No baseball season means no payback <laughs> against them. No, baseball doesn't forget. Next year, Astros no. are getting hit with some pitches. That is the interesting thing that, you know, because I've seen it, you know, I've, I've seen all the memes and, and the jokes about it. Baseball does not forget. No. You can go two years without seeing that team. First pitch, plunk. Dang. Right there. Yeah. And yeah. the other team remembers, too. Everybody remembers. Oh, yeah. Do you see that new video that surfaced? Speaking of this, 
of, uh, I think it's game one of the World Series, Jan Gomes goes out to Max Scherzer and, and like, changes the, changes the signals. And uh, then it, like, kind of cuts, and Bregman walks up to the dish, and it cuts back to uh, A.J. Hinch in the dugout. And he goes, and if you lip read, it comes out to something like this. He goes, did they just change signs? Somebody go check that. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because the catcher went out to the pitcher, changed signs, they came back, and A.J. Hinch is caught. And he looks like he's just, like, speaking to his left, like talking to somebody about, you know, the approach or something. I mean, right. It's game one of the World Series, so you right. imagine the manager's chatting. And it seems to look like he's saying, did they just change signs? Somebody check that. Oh, I got to see if I can find this video now. I did if not so, see you are so busted, bro. You are so busted, and everybody already knows you're busted. Where did you see it? I saw it... Um, on Reddit. Okay. Yeah, I saw it on MLB Reddit. Also, this, you know, we can touch on this real quick because I think this is quite silly. Uh, the Red Sox investigation is over, and Rob Manfred said that he will release his findings um, before the regular season starts. Nice cover there, bro. You got all the time in the world now. He does, huh? yeah. It's not like, oh, I'll talk about this before the season starts. Oh, uh, that's tomorrow. Can we hear about it now? He's like, no, nah, I'll let you guys know before the season starts. You're like, bro, that could be in three months. You know the answer. Why don't you tell us and bail out some sports radio people that are dying for anything to talk about? Like, bless your heart, Tom Brady, for leaving the Patriots because you gave everybody something to talk about for four days. And now we're just beating into the horse like we would normally. But at least we have something to talk about. I'm watching the video now. Yeah, dude. And it's all kind of fun, da 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 And then it cuts to him, and he kind of turns, and he's talking, and he's like, somebody check that. Yeah, man, it's pretty bad. You should tweet it out on Mike Lynch's Twitter page, at Mike Lynch 27 Okay. I just don't have Twitter. I'm just finishing watching it. Hold on. Yeah, well, it doesn't happen until, like, near the end of the video. Yeah, Bregman's just up to the plate right now. Yeah, he's just like, dink-a-dink-a-dink-a-dink. My name's Alex Bregman. I used to be oh. the coolest player in baseball, and now everybody thinks I'm a D-bag. Because I am. You don't need to kill time. That's okay. Well, I am, though, because <laughs> it was kind of fun. I was enjoying it. That was my impression of Alex Bregman. I used to like Alex Bregman a lot, and now it's... Right, now he's like enemy number one. I know. I feel like George Springer is getting out kind of easy on this whole thing. You know, I feel like nobody's really piled on him. Yeah. Correa's all like, these are my teammates. This is my quarterback. You know, he's all sticking up for everyone, and Altuve's like, hey, no habla ingles. And AJ Hinch's lips say something along the lines of, damn, they changed. Somebody make sure. Yep. Booyah. Oh, boy. Yep. The gift that keeps on giving. Keeps on giving. For those of you listening right now, I will tweet this out momentarily. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. <laughs> Regulators, you regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good too, but you can't be any geek off the street. Got to be handy with the steal if you know what I mean. Earn you keep. Regulators, Mona. It was a clear black night. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
so I can get some phones rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east you ever heard the, the uh, song this is sampled off of? Oh, yeah, some uh, Michael McDonald? I keep forgetting, yeah. You mean they made this song? I keep forgetting, not in love anymore. I think they made this song and Michael McDonald really liked it, and he's like, I think I'm going to take this beat and make a song out of it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm reading by the way I tweeted it out. Yeah. The Reddit thread. I'm in a little Reddit rabbit hole at the moment because the person who started that thread Welcome to my life. Well, yeah. <laughs> I am a die I've like given up on all social media and I just scroll through Reddit. I'm going to go ahead and doubt this is true, but the username of the person who posted that was Will Myers Will Myers. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I doubt it's Will and Myers. People are like, is that Will Myers? And it's like, well, at least he's a big fan of Will Myers at the very least. <laughs> All, said no one ever. All he all he does is post on our baseball and our Padres. So maybe he's it is just Will a diehard Padres fan called Will Myers. Will Myers. Maybe it is Will Myers. Maybe his name is Will Myers and he's a Padre fan. Mm. Nobody, Michael, nobody, not even his mother, is a fan of Will Myers. <laughs> okay. All right. His accountant might be a fan of Will Myers. His wife might be a fan of Will Myers, but that's about it. The Padres ain't fans of Will Myers. Yeah, the accountant probably is. Financial planner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they love him. The Padres are like, we're paying how much to this guy? We can't trade him for anything. <laughs> Why did we get him in the first place? Yeah. Uh, boys. Uh, Good new- prospect. He's going to be a baller. Just give him some time. Uh, new uh, drop alert. I love Tommy Glavin's junk. Nice. That is serious. That is super. Oh, that was from last year or last week. I mean, right? Yes. I love Tommy Glavin's junk. That is awesome. That's a clear drop right there, folks. That it is a clear, clean. That's a clear. nine and a half out of ten. Oh man! And you know what? It's true. You do love Tommy Glavin's junk. I do. I should have just said off speed. You like his pitches too. <laughs> I can't talk right now. Just say inappropriate things. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> you have a history of saying inappropriate things <laughs> And now you don't have a dump button Only Joe has one Nope, so I'm just, we're just going to sit here quietly and, and he can't even reach it right now We're just going to sit here quietly And wait for the time to roll out Damn, that's six minutes of silence Well, I mean, social distancing, right? <laughs> one minute for every feet <laughs> That's how you social distance radio One minute for every foot Yeah, just every segment there's six minutes of uh, Joe just mentioned to us that Rob Manfred was on the Scott Van Pelt show and said that 162 is out of the question. Good. That is the best news I've heard all day. Yes, That's I the best sports news I've heard in a little bit. That sounds like rational thinking, which, to be honest, I always thought Manfred was, and then this whole cheating thing came out, and he kind of put, my, put a lot of questions into me. Uh, but that is a smart move, and I'm really glad to hear that he is being a little more logical about things. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he was ever not logical about it, but yeah, it's good to hear that he's basically saying, "Look, we don't know what's going to happen, but there's no way we're going to get 162 games." Yeah, you know, and and I think Adam Silver, you know, I think most of us respect Adam Silver as you know maybe the best commissioner in all of pro sports in America. Um, at least the way he's handled things since he stepped in has has been pretty flawless, uh, as as far as my standards are concerned. Um, and, and I, I, I do think Manfred for the most part has done a good job, but this is something I'd love to hear from, from Adam Silver. 
I'd love to hear him say, we're going to have a finals. We might not finish the regular season. Well, he's kind of said that. I mean, he basically said he just doesn't know what what's going to happen. He doesn't even know if they're going to play any more games. He's getting a lot of pressure from the owners because they're going to lose money on right. not having those last home games, uh, especially teams that don't make the playoffs, that to play all those games. And I think a lot of the owners are looking at it and saying it's only 15 plus the playoffs. It's not an entire season we're trying to make up here. We could do that. But here's the problem with the NBA, again, with what we talked about in baseball, is is very simple. If the NBA plays all 15 games, does the entire playoffs, maybe in a condensed schedule, because remember that usually takes like two months by itself, and has like a three- or four-week ramp-up period, when's the season ending? Yeah. September? Yeah. And then when does the NBA season start? October. But I think... So you're you're messing yourself. But I think that's something that I really like from Manfred right now is that he's actually giving us definitive answers, you know, and not kind of wishy-washy. He's like, 162, out of the question. It's not going to happen. He's not saying baseball's not going to happen. He's not saying it's going to happen. He's just saying, look, 162 is not is not realistic, and that's now off the table. And I, I like that. I like that is there, there's a little more kind of, okay, we now know that the 2020 baseball season will forever be known as not 162 games. And I'm okay with that. Me too. That actually helps me sleep at night. As stupid as that sounds, it helps me sleep at night. So does the 100 milligrams of CBD that I eat every day. <laughs> um, that I have to because my chest hurts at the end of the day now. It's a very stressful time. By the way, I am on a CBD regiment right now. Because I don't smoke a lot of THC. I don't smoke as much pot as I did when I was a lot younger. Wow. Um, but it's lit. the CBD uh, is fire. Huh. It's like so I, come, I, hear. I come home from work and I pop one of those gummies in. And then like an hour later, I can actually relax. It's I just get off at weird times. Yeah, I do. I do I'm, get I'm off glad, at weird times. I'm glad you found something that will help through this very stressful time. Yeah. I just saw this tweet from Colin. And it's actually not from him. Colin who? Colin Cowherd. Oh, the Colin. The Colin. Well, I have a buddy that I have known named Colin longer than I have known Colin Cowherd. So I was wondering if Colin, he's in our fantasy league. Oh. I was wondering if he tweeted at you, but apparently he's not the Colin. No, Colin Cowherd didn't tweet at me either. It's just on my timeline. It's actually from. (laughs) At Mike Lynch. Right. It's actually from uh, Vladimir Lenin, Soviet Russia's. Oh, I know who that guy is. Um, Was. There are decades where nothing happens and there are weeks where decades happen. There's really good stuff. That's a great quote for what's <laughs> happening right now. Thanks, Bill. That was a really great quote, and that was even better timing from my favorite producer in the game, Mr. Joe Fisher. Uh, see, I-, I love my son, but when he is not in the back uh, round, I can focus a little bit more, and yeah. I can provide that productional entertainment there for yeah, you Yeah, I said I missed Thank DJ you, Fishsticks sir. because uh, little Joey is not here tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that, bub. That was good. That was really good. Who doesn't like a good rubby action? You know what I mean? Who doesn't? I miss Rubby De La Rosa. <laughs> Who You know doesn't? what? I don't have to miss him because he will live on forever. In I trial. would take Rubby De La Rosa any day of the week right now at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's like all the, like I follow the Fantasy Premier League subreddit, and it's like, yo, Newcastle Burnley at five. It's lit. <laughs> you know, like nobody <laughs> cares about that game. And everyone in Europe and me would watch that game with bated breath. Well, someone was live tweeting Aussie rules football or rugby the other yeah, day, yeah. like an ESPN reporter, and then I think the next day they shut it down. No, it was Colin Wilson. Yeah. 
from Action Network. I don't know if you follow him on Twitter. I do, I do. He was the, he was betting on Aussie League football, <laughs> and then it got shut down the next day, and he goes, man, come on. He was like, I think I'm going to do some lawn bowling now. <laughs> um, yeah, people are just resorting to strange things at this time. It's very funny. It's very interesting to see what people are choosing to do with their time. Watch, someone's going to start, like, posting videos of chicken fights, thinking that it's all good. They're like, right. hey, to yeah, kill time. At, hey, kill time. I got 10 bucks on that pit bull to beat that, <laughs> you know, German Whoops. pincher. And you're like, uh, bad idea, bro. Let <laughs> me get a couple of bucks on that, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally taking the pincher, though. Yeah, that pit bull looks I'm weak. I'm for a little action. I mean, <laughs> you know is that I mean? on the scoreboard app? My last bet was how many jars of peanut butter were going to be left at Safeway, and I lost that one. <laughs> Over. Under. Yeah, I know. I'm really waiting to see some of these great over-under bets because you know Vegas has just got to be like, what do we got to do? Anyway. All right. That was fun, guys. Had a good time today. And we stayed positive. That's the whole goal here is continue to be positive amongst all this. But, yo, folks, yo, be safe. Keep yourself away from people. Let's get healthy. We get healthy. We get we get baseball. We get yeah. baseball. We get a bunch of sports. When we get sports. We get normalcy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what we need right now? All of us. Normalcy. Normalcy. We'll give you some tomorrow. Beers on this podcast. Four o'clock ish. Nice. Bam. That's Mike Lynch. Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do, like puzzles. Yeah, baby. Hundred milligrams of CBD. Jigsaw puzzles. I love Tommy Glavin's junk.